0: You want that bad thing, girl.
1: You can have, you that bad thing, girl. You can I trip because I already had look
2: have my left, so was my left,
1: my left,
2: i hope you're ready for some leftovers i hope you're hungry dude who because isn't ready is... for
1: leftovers seriously because i always take brunch leftovers home always
2: do I you wish really we could
1: take home, but i always take them home
2: it's tough to take
1: brunch leftovers home because it depends on what you have that's a good point it's a good point
2: Yeah, you know i mean if you're in the a starch versus an egg category can get pretty difficult in the reheating <laughs> business it Especially... depends on what kind of eggs It's true that's true uh, but I think starches can be difficult usually you're going syrup or something on top of there and yeah. it gets tricky but no yeah it's it's never a bad thing to have extra brunch because brunch is really an all-day meal so you have brunch live and then you have it as a leftover. Yeah, that's and, why we're here.
1: And let's be honest like whenever you go to brunch like you're drinking, you're eating you're drinking you're eating and then you get the leftovers you pretty much eat the leftovers as soon as you get home anyways talking brunch leftovers this is a lot different than dinner leftovers true well you know what true. i mean like a lot different yeah. brunch leftovers like you're a little tipsy you get home you need something to eat and it, you're eating the rest of that like you know breakfast sandwich breakfast taco that you had
2: don't be throwing that up in my face again breakfast taco gosh uh, man well, wow. you can't re- reheat huevos rancheros, I'll tell you that, because you should have a hard shell anyways. Um, and
1: avocados, you can't reheat those. Yeah, you tricky. You can't reheat avocados.
2: But you make a good point, like a po- you know post-brunch brunch, leftovers work out well for you, a little tipsy, yeah. so you're going to get hungry, just because of the time that you eat during the day typically mm-hmm. as well. Good point, good yeah. point. Well, that is exactly why we're here, ladies yep. and gentlemen, a very special episode of the Brunch Break-O. Brunch breakdown. The,
1: the Brunch break well, Listen brunch to you break-o. thinking about that brunch taco. Got it all in your head. The Brunch break
2: Dude, can Coming we TM that enough? right now? Brunch break i I'll turn that into a food truck. I don't even care. Ooh, uh, that's legit. Yeah. This is a special episode of The Brunch breakdown, the leftovers edition, perfectly timed right after Thanksgiving when that's basically a weekend or week of leftovers if you will uh, it's a great time of year and what this episode is all about is as uh, if you've been a listener for quite some time you know we come up with what we call the menu each week of our topics and it can get kind of lengthy at times since we do this podcast only every two weeks it keeps it special that way trust us anyways so there is always one two sometimes three things that we just can't get to we just can't get to and they get bumped and on our menu, we have a section called The Leftovers. So basically, these are leftovers from any one of the first 21 episodes <laughs> of The Brunch Breakdown that we just did not get to. And there are a number of them, but uh, we're going to try to move some th- through some of these quicker than others. The reason some of these are leftovers is because they're not as timely, as time-sensitive as some of the other topics that we typically talk about. But this is... What the Brunch Breakdown is truly all about is these special topics here as well. Uh, As you can tell, we're only at a reservation for two, a table for two here today, Uh, but just for a while, just for a while. Chris Gates doing a lot of traveling and such. It's a crazy holiday weekend, so uh, he was kind kind enough to send us in some clips of his thoughts and his hot takes on some of these very topics that we'll be discussing. So we'll be hearing from Chris throughout the episode. So we look forward to that and then talking about Chris behind his back so he can't (laughs) defend himself. One of my favorite pastimes. That's what I'm thankful for, dude. It really
1: is the best. Um, Is he driving on this road trip or are they flying? What are they doing? Because they have to go to Wisconsin.
2: They're going to Wisconsin. They are driving, I believe. It is a drive.
1: telling you. It's always nervous, man. telling you. It's
2: lengthy. His 2B brother-in-law, I think, was talking – smack on twitter to him this week about like thanksgiving rules about you know how things go in that household because he's traveling to the two be in-laws for the first time for thanksgiving i believe and oh wow he's already been giving out some warnings and some threats about keep your hands off the potatoes bruh. Wow. keep your hands off the potatoes
1: dude hey man chris is the new guy here like yeah like don't but don't think you won't get slapped for grabbing right. the wrong thing you know
2: just because you're the new guy doesn't mean that you're not going to be upheld to the standards as everybody else is so mm-hmm. we look forward when we get back to our regularly scheduled programming in brunch 22 we'll have a full thanksgiving recap and we look forward to hearing about chris's road trip for thanksgiving but <laughs> if you haven't already typically don't run down this promo and i'm honestly not all that prepared for it but if you haven't already subscribed <laughs> to this very podcast uh, we're available on itunes soundcloud and basically where any other uh, podcasting app uh, or host that you may use yourself just by searching for the brunch breakdown. Go ahead and click that, follow, get every episode the minute it is released, perfect in time for your weekend brunches. Uh, we're also available on Instagram that brunch breakdown there. We have a Facebook page where there's going to be some fun stuff coming up here over the uh, next couple of weeks. So tune into our Facebook page. We are also available on Twitter at Brunch Breakdown. Didi is him one of my, my esteemed co-hosts here with me today. On Twitter himself at Didi is board. I am on Twitter at steelcitydan City Dan 22, and Chris is of course on Twitter at Chris Undercarriage Gates. <laughs> I think that covers it all. Chris um,
1: Undercarriage Wisconsin for the weekend. <laughs>
2: Oh, I hope he's listening to this on the way back because that'd be tremendous. I can't wait to go through our brunch breakdown group text later.
1: While he's farting Um, in the car, too. Don't forget that. That's the thing, man. Shouts to Katie. Unless she is a car farter, too, and then (laughs) they work together, maybe that's the reason why she decided to choose to spend the rest of her life with this guy because maybe they both fart in the car. I'm just saying. I know we talked about this a few weeks ago, but like going on a road trip with Chris is not the easiest thing in the world. That's all I'm saying.
2: No, and I just did it recently, yeah. and it was probably one of the better experiences that I've ever had with it, okay. surprisingly. But I, I don't know about Katie. I've spent some time in the car with Katie, too, unless she's just got this secret world, this secret life that she's been living. That's a long road trip, though. And post-Thanksgiving, you never know what type of things can be True. brought up, especially because Chris doesn't eat. Chris eats fairly healthy, so he's going. He's, he, he doesn't have home field advantage no. this time. No. He's going to the visitors house and you can only control so much of what is there, what is you're able to eat. So mm. I look forward to to hearing that. That should be <laughs> that should be entertaining stuff. Um well let's dive into it, Didi. We let's got do a it. lot of leftovers to get through here. Yes, we do. We got it all packaged up in Tupperware, so let's start reheating and let's start eating <laughs> <laughs> get the leftovers rolling. Oh, um man. the first one here. Naturally, we talk about Kanye West almost every single episode for very good reasons. Uh, This one actually works out to be a little bit timely about what's been happening in the news with Kanye recently. Uh, Didi, I have to get your your thoughts and your feedback. I've kind of withheld asking you about it all week, what's going on with Kanye West. What what are you feeling? Before we get into the the topic that we actually have here— It's a crazy time for Kanye West right now. How's he doing?
1: Dude, it is crazy right now for for Kanye. Like, I don't know what happened. It's so crazy. Like, I, you know, it's like he finished the first leg of the St. Pablo tour, which went along with, I mean, basically the the tour of the year. A lot of people saying the tour of the life. I I saw it a couple times and I was like, everything went off with a hitch. He starts Mm -hmm. the second leg of the tour and everything goes off now he's you know he had to cancel the tour he's in uh, a psychiatric like you know hospital right now mm-hmm. for you know some things they said sleep deprivation is what it is, so right you know and he's been saying a lot of crazy things on stage recently which isn't which isn't out of the realm of Kanye saying anything that's like you know controversial but this right. is, like, you know, looking very serious for Kanye. So, you know, we can only hope for the best. Because it's fun whenever Kanye is just, you know, going off the rails and being Kanye, which is what I thought it was. But right. it's like, because for me, that's why it's fun. You know, a lot of people have opinions, and it just makes, you know, the world a lot more entertaining. And we can, you know, and it's a big escape from <laughs> realities of the world. But when you have this going on, you're just kind of like, wow, well, I hope Kanye's all right. Because I think, like, you know, we all, you know, the music world needs Kanye. You know, pop culture needs Absolutely. needs Kanye. So. I hope that uh, this is – but it's been, yeah, it's been, like, crazy, you know. It's been a crazy few days for It really uh, has. It's been, and it's been
2: uh, one of the years of Kanye, of course, and we yeah. need him to finish strong here. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a segment on our uh, year-end brunchies, which, believe yeah. it or not, my friend, we are not that far off from.
1: No, we are not, dude. We're the so year, close. I can't believe we're, year-end like, brunchies. We're basically a month away from – we're a month away from the end of the year. Like, I can't believe are, it's been – It's just 2016 has gone way too quick.
2: Yeah. And for some people, that's good because it's – 2016 has been a little insane. You're right. Um, You know, they've taken a lot of – you know, we're losing a lot of celebrities in 2016. We need to move along. Um, (laughs) But you mentioned sleep deprivation, things like that, about with with Kanye. It may also be dehydration may have been an issue. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Perhaps because uh, we found out that he has alcoholic slushies – on his tour writer, including Frozen Hennessy and Coke and Frozen gray goose lemonade and there is even a photo of it uh, just to get get you guys a heads up we're going to be tweet we're gonna be talking about a lot of things, a lot of different stories. We will tweet out links to all of these um, throughout the week so you can actually take a look at what we're referencing. but there is an actual photo of this and it said. Pablo Ryder is lit. Looks like it's a Snapchat. Um, yeah.
1: It was a Snapchat from wife Kim Kardashian's Snapchat. Yes. You know, this was in, I mean, this was in September maybe. It was whenever the source started. I think it was in September. She mm-hmm. posted that on Snapchat and I was like, oh, we have to talk about this on the brunch breakdown. Yes. Uh, and this was, and it's, it's an amazing thing. I mean, it's two slushy machines with alcohol, but slushies. And who doesn't love alcoholic slushies?
2: I mean, it's amazing. It's an absolutely incredible idea. It just, it it got us to thinking about what we would have on our tour rider. I mean, I would totally, totally steal this idea.
1: Yeah.
2: You'd have to steal this idea. Absolutely. Um, I was trying to think of some other frozen concoctions that would work well, but these two were just, (laughs) are brilliant. Um, Is there, you have anything else frozen that you'd have on your tour rider, Didi? Like it Good would frozen be concoction, you know, you're a big, uh, you're a big, uh, Jack guy. I'm Jack a big and Jack Coke. guy.
1: Maybe I take out the Hennessy and put Jack in there. You know, maybe yeah. you put captain in there, stuff right. like that, but he's pretty much, you know, got this thing down he's got the gray goose and lemonade like I, there's nothing wrong with that like i no, would replace that's a, that's that that's fantastic nothing. that is done like yeah you know what i mean maybe you put a maybe you get like a frozen like arnold palmer with uh with like Ooh. some alcoholic like sweet tea lemonade or whatever you know okay something like that okay. with some firefly you know
2: yeah i'm on board for that you big time
1: saying maybe you get that frozen like this has a million possibilities With, you know, with this, like, this is good. I mean, or, you know, frozen margaritas back there. Like, let's go. Oh,
2: that's all I mean, that's as good
1: as it gets. Classics. Yeah. Like, I want to steal this for, like, a Christmas party. Like, we need to get a (laughs) Christmas party popping with, like, frozen machines.
0: You can
2: rent one of these, bad boys. Let's go. All you got to do is put it together. Hey, what about the A to Z, our famous drink that we (laughs) created just a couple of weeks ago? I don't even remember what's in it,
1: (laughs) to be honest. I know Zima's in it. It was Yingling Jack Daniels. What did you have in?
2: What did I have in? Yeah, Yingling, Jack Daniels, and No, Zima Pacifico was in there. We... <laughs> oh that yeah it was Pacifico. But Zima was in it. No, maybe it's start... no it was in something that started with an A. Cause I think we did two different versions of it. Yeah, there was one that had Pacifico in it. Oh, we're gonna have to go back and listen to that episode.
1: Whatever it was, the brunch breakdown. was in it. Let us know because it was really disgusting. But I guess you put it on ice. Maybe it tastes better.
2: Maybe, maybe. maybe. I know, I knew the mixer was the problem that we were having there. But ooh, the A to Z. Put that on. Um, I've got some other ideas. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, these aren't the frozen of the frozen type, but just about what I'd have on my tour rider whenever we uh, blow up and take the brunch breakdown on tour. Naturally. Um, I think the obvious McDonald's. answer is I'd have the obvious answer is I'd had brunch on there every day.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: I mean yeah. what else do you need? Yeah. What else do you need? i have a, a large brunch list. top um, top, I'm gonna need some pumpkin spice. This kind of goes back into episode twenty one, our our heated pumpkin debate. <laughs> so F you Chris. Pumpkin everywhere, pumpkin everything. If you want to be on this tour, you're gonna have to get down with pumpkin.
1: Yeah, I don't get down um, with pumpkin either, so what well, pumpkin spice coffee? Just regular. Her. You're on your own with the pumpkin, pumpkin. spice coffee? No, dude. Give me – no, no. My no, no. PSL's coffee. I don't want pumpkin spice anything. I hate pumpkin uh, everything, dude. Everything. Um, pumpkin.
2: Out. All right. Uh, Going to need champagne yeah. on the rider. Of course. Mimosa's on the rider. Yeah. Just – that's as good as it gets. And um, you need
1: champagne just to, like, spray, too. So you have to have, like, two separate things of champagne. Andre
2: and then, like, some good – yeah, exactly. you need to – balance yeah. it out
1: yeah you need good stuff and you also need like some cold duck so you can have champagne just to like get stupid with but then you have champagne to actually to drink
2: <laughs> that's a great point that's yeah. a great point um <laughs> that kind of leads into this other topic that uh it's it's they're a little bit connected here but uh ludicrous was uh given six was paid sixty five thousand dollars and an incredibly large list of demands that were met for a 15-minute performance at the University of Georgia's football spring game. The spring game, not a regular season <laughs> game, which is a spring game, which is basically a practice with the team pa- facing each other. Yeah. So Ludicrous's writer is, pardon the pun, but absolutely ludicrous. Again, we will tweet this out because we can't read all of it, but it's like... It goes into such detail. Um, One dozen white towels. Must be clean. No old towels. Uh, Dinner for 10 people. Very specific things there. Uh, One loaf of whole grain bread with the most amount of grains. The most amount possible. Um, What's some other things on here? A box of fruit roll-ups. Mint Listerine. Not that one. Crest spin rechargeable toothbrush uh shouts for that not a bad not a bad idea either um i mean this is just an unbelievable <laughs> list uh then you get into the alcohol two bottles of belvedere um two bottles patron silver two packs of double a batteries and two packs of AAA a batteries like some of this stuff just gets way off um this list is so long this is ridiculous oh i can't forget this one box of trojan magnum condoms of course why not because you're ludicrous um <laughs> apparently all these demands were met this is a wild list you don't even know where to begin
1: dude it is it, it is a wild list like i i i don't know why you need any of this stuff and as somebody who's actually worked with artists and tour writers before mm-hmm. right um they don't even use most of the stuff they just ask it and then they, it, most of it just goes to waste or they like take one they open they basically do enough to open the bottle of whatever it is and they don't use it. So I remember one time back in the day. This was back um in 2007 there was mm-hmm. a certain boy band that a lot of people know, the Jonas Brothers. They oh, asked yeah. for a lot of things on their tour on their rider, right? This is when I was working in Pittsburgh for for Radio Disney and they asked for these like these bar these like these like like basically health bars from like Whole Foods right and this is Whole Mm -hmm. Foods in like 2006 in Pittsburgh or 2007 in Pittsburgh so like Whole Foods isn't as like as Whole Foody as Whole Foods is now right because like it's pretty much everywhere you know and so we had to go find these things super hard to find super expensive they ate like two of them
2: oh no and
1: we had to buy all they asked for like all these boxes of these bars and they ate like two of them and I'll never forget that. And like a lot <sighs> of the other right. stuff we did for the other band that was playing the show, like they didn't use most of the stuff. Like that is the life of, that is what a tour writer is. It's pretty much just you asking for what you want and you know, you can get it. And then you don't use any of it like green M&Ms and that's it. You eat like, right. they're eating like two M&Ms and then like, you just, you know, got a whole bowl of green M&Ms and they didn't need any of them.
2: Of course. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. To one day be able to write a tour writer, well, this Dude, gives us our...
1: a. <laughs> and I'm not mad at their lifestyle either. Don't. That's not no. me complaining because somebody's gonna get it for you. And like, I want that life. Like, someone can tell me, I want red sour patch kids, like a whole bowl of them. I'll eat just as many once. as I, want, but I just want a writer.
2: I just want a writer once, one event. <laughs> I don't even care.
1: You guys never had one in in the in the height of the Skunk Eleven. You never had a tour. You never had a writer once.
2: Yeah, it was uh, 11 bottles of water. That was it. <laughs> that was it and you had That's to pay for eight asked. of
1: them yeah
2: <laughs> yeah uh we got some stuff sometimes um i don't remember how old we were so i don't know how i'll, I'll dip i'll in depth. i want to get into it but we got some stuff sometimes that we asked for um well it's a perfect segue because it's our first opportunity where we can check in with mr chris gates to see what his thoughts were about this crazy tour writer nice
0: the story out of Georgia with Ludacris performing at one of their football games and uh, the list of demands he had, or it was that their spring game, is one of, I think, the most heartwarming stories of 2016. And I cannot believe we have not talked about it. The University of Georgia paid Ludacris 65000 and a, as this headline says, and a big old box of Magnum condoms for a 15-minute performance at their spring game. Um, and I'm sure you guys will read through, uh, some of the list of demands from, from ludicrous. Uh, I love that in his room though, he wanted one loaf of bread and it had to be whole grain with the most amount of grains. Like that was written the most amount of grains, um, <laughs> a box of fruit roll-ups is a ludo like 40 now. He needs a box of fruit roll-ups. Um, he wants six Hanes, large white t-shirts. I Maybe he sweats a lot, and he needs uh, he needs the backloaded T-shirt uh, stock. I don't know. Um, and hey, you know what? I give him credit though. He he demands one Crest spin rechargeable toothbrush. You gotta have fresh breath when you're performing. and I respect that. So, uh, shouts out to him. And then my good God, there are so many other things on here. Um, two packs of AA batteries. Two packs of AAA batteries. Uh, the condoms. This is. This is just absolute gold. It's not going to be as funny for me to tell you guys what I would think would be funny to put on a list of demands. But um, I would love to hear it from you guys uh, because like, you can't react to me, so that's kind of lame. But I would love to listen to this episode and hear if you guys had a list of demands, if you were a famous recording artist, what you would demand would be in uh, your dressing room.
2: Well, there you heard it. Wow. There you heard it. You pointed out a lot of the same – uh things there that he was a little bit surprised about it's just it's it's unreal it's unreal we we didn't get chris's tour writer as he mentioned there some of the things he would he would mention so we're gonna have to re-follow up with him we yeah, gave we him will. some of ours we're gonna have to give him some of ours with the brunch i mentioned pumpkin spice everywhere champagne we mentioned our frozen concoctions as well so
1: but you know one thing that would be on chris's right like one of those big ass what? tubs of like whatever the fuck that he uses to like work out with, like creatine oh, well, or whey protein.
2: The oh, creatine or whey protein. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you know, and he's like got to have that on his rider.
2: Couple shakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt about it. No like some of about. that
1: nasty stuff that Chris shakes up and drinks. Like, he's got to have that on his rider.
2: Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no um, question. Well, I mean, just based on what Ludacris' level is, I mean, where, is, where did it go? Uh, This one's great. 12 assorted Minute Maid juice boxes. I mean. I mean. <laughs> when you're Luda, you Luda. You eat whatever you want.
1: Dude, juice boxes, dude. I, I would honestly, now that it's used to juice boxes, I'm thinking about like, uh, like some people call them quarter waters. Some people call them hug jugs. You know what I'm talking about. That's I what I would want. Like give me a whole thing of like grape hug jugs.
2: Oh, grape. Oh,
1: gosh. You don't like the grape?
2: I think- artificial grape is the worst flavor on the planet oh,
1: Man, dude, it's not even
2: close to grape have you ever had grapes and then had a grape flavored anything no i have like
1: not. i can tell you that i have not <laughs>
2: try it and tell me that tell me that they're tell me that they're close because you can't you can't i can't and jolly ranchers you're the worst at it by the way jolly ranchers like i don't know what you think those flavors are but they're not what you say they are
1: <laughs> you don't like jolly ranchers
2: no they're they're wow. absolute trash
1: you, you do you like you don't like so like do you not like starburst either Oh, no, a big fan of Starburst. Okay. (laughs) They're
2: close. Those are close. I think Jolly Ranchers are way off. The Cherry Jolly Rancher, I'll give you that. The Cherry Jolly Rancher
1: is five.
2: Green apple and grape and watermelon. Have you ever had watermelon? See. And that. What is that what is that artificial watermelon? Yeah.
1: What is that? See, you have a point there. Artificial watermelon. I can deal with the rest of them. Artificial watermelon is a thing that I don't understand. I don't know where they even who's the taste tester for artificial watermelon? <laughs> Honestly. Like who's the person that thought that this tastes like watermelon? And have you ever had bubblegum flavored anything, I know that's kind of like something from like our childhood. I feel like I don't see no? yeah, that's flavored a good one. things. Much, But, like, that was, like, the most disgusting thing. Like, I love I bubblegum. Like, it's super sugary now. And I'm like, I, I don't really mess with it. But, like, when I was younger, I loved bubblegum. But then there would be, like, bubblegum-flavored stuff. Like, bubblegum-flavored toothpaste. And I'd be like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. It's, it's terrible. But, like, it's watermelon and bubblegum. Yeah. <sighs> I agree. No.
2: Completely agree with you there. Uh, we need to get on those taste testing boards this is actually a uh, tremendous segue into one of our other topics is the taste test and we have a couple taste tests that's been listed on the menu (laughs) way way back uh two in particular the uh burger king hot dogs that were i'm pretty sure a summer item and pretty sure they're no longer there i don't know maybe they are and ginger we had uh asked uh by a very loyal listener to do our Ginger Ale Power Rankings. Uh, Didi, before we get into our comments, I know Chris had some hot takes on this, so let's hear what he has to say first.
0: I feel like I need to just touch base on the whole taste test idea of this podcast and, you know, kind of take a second to talk to us, guys, because the fact that we've been doing this podcast for this long and haven't been able to get to a Burger King To taste a hot dog. While that may not seem like the best thing to do, say on a weekend or something like that, it's not that hard to do. So, can we just set a date and just do that? And the ginger ale power rank, we go to the grocery store every week. That's not hard to do either. I think we need to step up our game and get to these taste tests. You know, we power rank food enough that I feel like we should actually be able to taste some. As well. And I know our buddy Tyler, uh, who listens and is a good friend of ours, is dying to have the Ginger Ale Power Rank. Uh, he hosts one hell of a New Year's party every year. I think we should, in honor of him, uh, and this was his topic that he asked us to inv- investigate, I think we should, by the end of the year, commit to doing these taste tests. So uh, let me know
1: what you guys think.
2: He's kind of got a point. He does. Right? This is
1: it, one place where we, like, really, we didn't listen to the fans.
2: And they're the reason we're here. Yeah. So,
1: our bad. E-Us,
2: listeners. You know, we, Chris pointed out loyal listener Tyler there, and he does have a hell of a New Year's Eve party. Um, so, kudos for those. But this is on us. It's really not that difficult to, to go yeah. to a Burger King, even though I literally haven't been to one since even after we've talked about this. So. Oh, wow. But it's really not that hard. We got to figure out, we got to coordinate, we got to, I say, I'm I'm on board with Chris. We get them done by the end of the year. We yeah. put them back on the full menu. The ginger ale power ranking is not not difficult to do. Mm-mm. And we will look into the Burger King hot dog situation. I'm not sure they, they're still around, but we'll look into it. I can yeah. promise you that.
1: That's our fault. Like I, I apologize to every Brunch Breakdown listener for not listening to the kids. Like, you know, right. Kanye tells us, listen to the kids, bro, and we did not listen. And that's... That's our issue, you know, and we're, mm-hmm. we apologize. We apologize for that, but we will get on it because I know Burger King hot dogs are still there. They're still there.
2: Oh, you can confirm they're you still can, there. They're,
1: they're still there because I go to Burger King um, anytime I am hungover, Burger King, dude. That's it. The, the, what? Give, me, give me a what? whopper, dude. Dude, you have In N Out. Are you kidding? I know, but see, the thing about In N Out, though, is like when you're hungover you need some food, In N Out has a line a lot of the time, man. Sometimes I just can't sit in that line hungover. That's the one issue with In-N-Out. you got to yeah. wait for In-N-Out yeah. when you're a little hungover. And I'm like, sometimes you know, I know Burger King got no line, you know, because everybody's at In-N-Out. So I go straight to Burger King, get that Whopper with cheese and bacon, game over.
2: The BK Lounge. The BK Lounge. <laughs> straight up. Can't go wrong with it. All right. Um, hey, well, let's go into another transition. Talking about hangover food, a popular one is pizza yes it is big fan big fan of pizza there needs to be why don't they have pizza at like a drive-thru is there a drive-thru place that has pizza
1: no like there's pizza places that are popping up i don't know if you guys have any popping up in pittsburgh but if they're not there i imagine soon like the ones that are like the chipotle that are basically like chipotle they're like oh. do you guys okay. have any of out there
2: no no besides, no All right. besides well, sparrow no,
1: <laughs> well, no, 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 not to borrow. No, not to borrow. It's like, you're, it's literally like Chipotle. Like you oh, are you make your own. Yeah. Where they are like, you know, you're going through and they're like, what do you want on your pizza? What kind of, it's like, what kind of dough do you want? What kind oh, of pi- what no do you want on your pizza? Do you want this on your pizza? And they're putting it on and then they throw it in the oven and it's done in like three minutes. Get out of here. Yeah. And it's good. Like there are, uh, you know, there are a few places out here that do that. And it's like, it's a thing. I don't know how, if the thing is going to spread, or, you know, how that happens, you know, throughout the country. But I know there are a few places out here. One one place is called Pizza Rev out here that does it. And uh, I want to say there's a place, called, I think the place called 800 Degrees does it too. Um, okay. But, yeah, there's a few places out here that does it. And, it, I don't know, be on the lookout for, like, pizza, like, Chipotle kind of places like that. But no drive throughs
2: Interesting. I love that idea. And kind of mad I didn't come up with it first. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the tie in to this is that there is a pizza atm hmm. and it's north america's first and it exists on the campus of xavier university in cincinnati ohio apparently these are all over the place in europe oh really which i'm like yes and there are like you know smaller places convenience stores uh things like that but They've been in Europe for, I want to say, 15 years. I'm efforting to find exactly uh, 14 years. Excuse me. Yeah. 14 years they've been available in Europe. So what the hell have we been doing?
1: A bunch of nothing is what we've been doing. If they've had it for 15 years.
2: So, yeah, they're typically in small towns at gas stations or pizzerias. So the way that this thing works is it works just like an ATM. You... Go up to the screen. You pick one of the pizzas that's available. Uh, The pizza will be heated for several minutes, placed in a cardboard box, and ejected through a slot. I mean, this is pure genius. Genius. And I don't know why it took so long to get to this country and why Xavier University was brilliant enough to be the ones to say, hey, it's coming here. Um, Medium pizzas will reportedly have a $9 price tag, which... It's a tremendous deal. I'm not mad at um, that. And there are people that are commenting on how how good the pizza tastes, everything like that. This is a brilliant invention. And I, we need to get behind these and get these f- spread throughout the country because I need me a pizza, pizza ATM. I can tell you that.
1: Like shouts to Xavier. I mean, yeah. I don't know how it's Xavier that does it, but whatever, like shouts to you. You would think this would be something that like, you know, Yale or Harvard or <laughs> some right. school like that. I mean, not that, you know, you know no, no, no shade to Xavier, but I'm just like, man, like what are our college do? What are people in college thinking right now that it literally that they're not all doing this like, man? I don't know. Maybe Trump's America is going to make America great again cuz like maybe more people will <laughs> get get in the tune on what we need, you know? We mm-hmm. need pizza ATMs, you know? Cuz this is something make America great again. Pizza ATM.
2: That's it right there. That's it right there. <laughs> I mean, uh the come ma- on. the machine the machine hold will holds 70 pizzas at once so you don't have to really worry about it running out um if we can get on the campus of xavier uh, university yeah and do a live broadcast that's from it. the pizza atm and taste test it live on the air and that'll be one of our taste tests that we do <laughs> maybe that's the first taste test of 2017 if we can get to cincinnati to do this so we'll have to yeah. mention xavier in uh in our episode links oh, yeah. this week and tweet at him to see if they can give us a little bit of love because this is a great idea. Um, I'm trying to think, Didi, if if we can do pizza in an ATM, I mean what's what's next? What what, what else can we can we think of to put in an ATM? Because there's a fine line between an ATM and a vending machine.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different.
2: Yeah. Different. Yeah. Uh, Very different. This is being called an ATM. So I think I know what Chris would say, and he'd probably say some sort of Chipotle burrito. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Some sort
2: of burrito concoction where you pick everything out. It puts it all together. You don't have to wait in line through Chipotle. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that's what he has to say because we don't have a clip from him on this. But, I mean.
1: I've been to a cupcake ATM. There's a place called Sprinkles Cupcakes. They have a cupcake I've heard about this. Have um, you used it? And it's really cool. Yeah, I've used it. And it's, I mean, it's really cool. Like, you know, it's just – thing front looks like an ATM slide your card you pick your cupcake then the door pops open there's your cupcake so I mean the cupcake ATM is pretty sweet I'm like trying to think of other things you could you know you could do it for but yeah it's like I would say coffee but I feel like coffee coffee has like those vending machines that you really Mm -hmm. you know what I mean they have those vending machines and stuff so like you don't really need that I don't know would be good to put in there but like Burrito could get messy, though. Burrito has to come down. Like, do you want your yeah, burrito how, to be a little well jostled? Is it, you know?
2: How was well it being it folded? You know, because you have to fold it. Yeah. How well is that being done? You have to have something that's kind of, like, just ready to be reheated. Yeah. Kind of like a leftover, if you will. Um, what a beautiful pun that, that was, was. nice, Dan. Like, um,
1: shouts to you. Think of the Segway. <laughs> Steel City Segway.
2: Uh, you know, we do when we can. Um, <laughs> I keep thinking of this ATM was... idea because it's... It's absolutely. I thought I had one. This is kind of like some Back to the Future type shit. Yeah, where, it really, it like really Back is. to the Future Two. It's that little pizza you put it in this like crazy oven and it just like explodes and blow not explodes but like it's a full size pizza all of a sudden yeah. in just seconds. Uh, this is the future, ladies and gentlemen. Well, but apparently. North America is 14 years behind Europe.
1: (laughs) Well, that future is going to be coming uh, uh, pretty quick because (laughs) this is a very sad. (laughs) This is a very sad notion, but I don't know if you if you noticed, like in the elections, a lot of uh, a lot of things passed to raise minimum wage to like 15 bucks in a lot of places, 17 bucks in a lot of places, 18 dollars in places. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, a lot of this um, (laughs) hands-free service. Is gonna yeah. start uh, very soon. Uh, <laughs> just just throwing it out there. This a lot of this customer service that we have, where there's people at the windows and there's people, mm-hmm. you know, doing you know, making your food for you, doing some stuff. A lot of oh, this yeah. is uh, gonna gonna stop, and there's a lot of this stuff is about to happen very soon.
2: <laughs> have you witnessed one of these robotic um, bartenders? Have you seen one of these in person yet? No. Yeah, they're wild, wild. Look up the videos what? on YouTube, but it's, yeah, it makes, it makes, like, and everything's perfect. The way that they pour it, the drinks are poured absolutely perfectly, so you don't have to, I mean, if you've seen Bar Rescue once or 100 times <laughs> like me, you know that there is an overpouring issue. Yeah. So it perfectly pours things, it perfectly shakes things, Uh, puts everything on top, puts the drink right out. So those robotic bartenders are definitely becoming a thing, and they don't need tips. So... It saves everybody money in the end, but uh, yeah, we'll have to do some more follow-up and some more research on the robotic bartenders. Um, Oh my God, this
1: is the weirdest thing I've ever seen.
2: You looking at it right now?
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) They got to figure out some way to make these things not look like aliens from Men in Black though.
2: That's true. Because this is like
1: terrifying. Like I don't want, like what if this thing malfunctions? Like...
2: Yeah, it just, like, throws the drink in your face.
1: <laughs> yeah, in horror, too. That's the thing. You. Like, it's a machine.
2: Right, right. So they're wild. They're wild. And they're real. And they're coming. They're coming your way. Um, oh, my. This is another beautiful transition because you just mentioned uh, aliens and men in black. <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently there was uh, this wasn't that long ago there was a video of a questionable Loch Ness monster sighting. however, in Alaska um Dede did you see did you see the video of yeah. this and can you kind of explain to the good folks what this really looked like
1: It just looked like something in the water I don't know it looks creepy it looks creepy, but like I don't know everything in the water you know what I mean so yeah. I, I don't know. Just thinking of Loch Ness Monster, I just think of like the book that we read in like fifth grade or sixth grade or whatever it was Mm -hmm. for like either summer reading or like winter reading or something like that. And I'm just like, I can't get down with this stuff. Like I know, you know, things look creepy in the water and I don't know what they're doing down there. I don't know what's what's mating with what, you know, I don't know what, what what they're getting down. So I don't think it's a Loch Ness Monster that's gonna kill us all, or whatever. I just think that it's you know some people down there breeding, and you know maybe a shark, and a you know and a and a catfish, and they <laughs> they, they get busy. I don't, I don't know.
2: First of all, the idea that they're calling this you know that they're using the term Loch Ness monster is a little silly because really that's silly. obviously about the Loch Ness, the, the <laughs> lake in, uh, in Scotland, I think up there. But yeah, this was shot in Alaska, and it, yeah, it looks like. It's a dark, mysterious kind of shape that's long yeah. and it and it kind of does i don't like m- like wiggle I suppose like something that is swimming there and it has like some what looked like snow caps on top of them on top throughout it's it's very, very odd when the first time I saw it without reading the article, I was honestly freaked out no you um,
1: weren't
2: I, when I, d- I didn't read the article yeah when I didn't read the article and <laughs> I saw the video, I got a little freaked out i'm like Yo, that's a real thing that's moving down there the way that it's moving yeah, but the video is zoomed in on something so if it was a wider angle you don't know because what they're saying is that it could be could have been a number of things but it's likely just like a frozen ro- uh, like a rope that got some chunks frozen to it that was stuck and now it's being uh, it's tangled on a boat so that's the why that's the reason it's moving that way kind of like a, a rope would in the water but uh some people were saying it was like an alligator or a shark and a bunch of smart people came out and were like there's no such thing as there's no alligators or sharks in the river that this was shot in in Alaska in fact somebody said come on get real like okay <laughs> um i don't know it's the, the video looks cool but it's it's definitely it's definitely creepy but you know that kind of brings up the whole thing of do you believe in these type of things do you believe in aliens ghosts where do you fit in this spectrum of you know unseen uh, weirdness
1: like i believe that there's there's life on other planets i okay. believe that there is life out there like i believe that there's like a new york city on one of these planets like wow. i All truly right. believe that But I don't believe that they care what we're doing down here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe that they want to come down here and hang out. Like, I really don't believe that. Like, I Mm -hmm. just, I don't. Like, I don't believe in crop circles. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But I do believe that there is, I just feel like it's, like, we learn way too much in school about the planets and how there's all this stuff. And you're, like, you're really telling me that, like, we're the only people with, like, a culture and you know civilization and people and i just and living breathing things i just don't buy that i don't mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i yeah, i know there's probably a lot of things that tell me that i'm completely wrong about that but it just i don't know it's hard for me to believe there's something out there i just don't believe that people are you know they're coming down here to eventually take us down or scare us or whatever i don't i just don't buy that
2: yeah i'm with you they may not be smart enough to find us and hopefully it it stays that way uh the galaxy is pretty damn big so i'd say that there's a there's there's a a solid enough chance that something else is out there they just haven't run into us yet and hopefully it'll remain that way or maybe they're watching and they're just making this like a big reality show and they're just laughing at us that's possible too
1: because they have
2: they have ludicrous as tour writer every single day and they don't even care because that's the life (laughs) that they live in a world without and money and just production.
1: And they've got all the ATMs out there. They've got ATMs they for Chipotle. They've got ATMs for pizza. They've like, we've been doing this forever, man. What are you They're talking like, about?
2: Europe for 14 years. Try 140 years on this planet. Yeah, seriously. Um, like, we've been
1: doing this for light years, yo. Get out of here. Like what are you doing? We got ATMs for computers. We're straight, man. Get out of here. You know?
2: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, let's uh let's open up another uh Tupperware container here okay. and do some reheating on a topic that I've been extremely excited to talk about for quite some time. And Deadspin came out as they do in classic form and they ranked their pop- the Pop-Tart flavors all time. Pop-Tart flavors. Um this is the most ludicrous—I keep using ludicrous. I just it's in my head now. The most—okay, <laughs> this is the most insane list I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but before we—I'll uh, I'll read, read you down the list, and then we'll check in with Chris because we have Chris's thoughts on this. Um, I will read them down for you. It's listed 1 through 17. So, rated at number 1, unfrosted blueberry. So this is from best to worst. Unfrosted blueberry 1. Unfrosted strawberry, two. S'mores at three. Blueberry, frosted blueberry, four. Strawberry at five. Chocolate fudge at six. Cherry at seven. Raspberry at eight. Brown sugar cinnamon at nine. <laughs> I forgot he put this on here. <laughs> I Getting about hit this by too. the bus delivering your insulin comes in at ten. <laughs> Chocolate chip at eleven. Unfrosted brown sugar cinnamon at 12. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, frosted chocolate chip cookie dough at 13. We're getting towards the bottom here. Cinnamon roll at 14. Chocolatey caramel at 15. Cookies and cream at 17. And in last place, number 17, hot fudge sundae. Uh, there are a couple, I think, that were left off. Some of the newer ones. They have the peanut butter flavors now, the wild berry flavors. But, Dee before you and I give the good kind folks, Ooh. the listeners our favorite and least favorite Pop-Tart flavors. Let's in, check in with our good friend, Christopher Undercare Ridge Gates.
0: Wisconsin. All right, Pop-Tart flavor, Power Rank. I'm surprised we never got to this one. And, you know, when people talk about the brunch breakdown and, and the type of content that we provide, I hope this is an example of the fact that we cover the issues. Uh, we really, you know, dig down deep and give you guys um, – substantive, uh, wow! Well, I can't say that word, substance <laughs> in what uh, we talk about. But Pop-Tart Flavors, um, this power rank on Deadspin is bad because Unfrosted Blueberry and Strawberry are terrible, um, and S'mores is also terrible. Uh, s'mores, Chocolate Fudge, Chocolate Chip are my bottom three. I'll give you guys my top three. My top three are frosted blueberry, frosted strawberry, and uh brown sugar cinnamon. So, those are my top 3 and my bottom 3 and I'm looking forward to hearing uh your guys.
2: Chris Gates, I've known you a long time, my friend. I've known you <laughs> I've known you a long time, okay? Uh we've been down down the road through a lot together. The fact that you have s'mores Pop-Tarts in your bottom three is the most insane thing I've ever heard. Get em. out of your mouth. Besides the hot take you had on pumpkin last week. S'mores Pop-Tarts. How do you not like them? Oh my gosh. I'm so freaking like, amped up over this. There's no way they belong in the bottom three. Uh, Deadspin had them at number three for good reason. Because they're delicious. Because you can't replicate the taste or the flavor of s'mores anything unless it's an actual s'mores like there's no, there's never been a good replication of it. They had those those cookies, I forget what they call them, pinwheels or something like that, where it's a graham cracker oh, yeah. and marshmallow fluff that's like with hard chocolate shell. Those are okay. They don't taste like s'mores. S'mores Pop-Tarts are one of the goats. They're one of the best. And I have a big problem with it. And I know the reason why he has them there because Chris doesn't like sweet, thi- sweet things. We've talked about how he doesn't like uh, donuts. Uh, when we talked about, our Thanksgiving meals, how he doesn't like the desserts, the cakes, the pies, the things like that. So this is why he's got the fruity stuff in his top three and the chocolatey stuff in his bottom three because he's just not a sweets and sugary guy. I had to get that off my chest. Uh, before we give – again, before we give ours, Mr. Dudley, do you have any reaction to where Mr. Gates has his three in the top and the bottom?
1: Like unfrosted or terrible? No. I don't. Think... I'm, I'm kind of with them on that. I <laughs> see. I am not at all. Like I am not at all. I love. The They're unfrosted, middle of the pack for me. Actually, more. Wow. So I you're like with the Dad's unfrosted spin. more. Like you're unfrosted, with unfrosted strawberry is my ish. Like I love that. Like unfrosted wow. strawberry is my shit. It's like I don't. I guess I just don't really have. I I like because like the frosted ones are cool, but I feel like sometimes it's like I just didn't want the frosted. You know. I liked biting into it and then getting sure. a little surprise. I don't need it on the outside.
2: <laughs> That's what she said.
1: You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh brush
2: breakdown, ladies and gentlemen.
1: And can I? And, and one other thing about this list, if you have tried all, what is it, 19 flavors of Pop-Tarts, Crazy. which until I looked at this list a while ago, I didn't know there were 19. If you have tried mm-hmm. all 19, I, it's safe to say you are 500 pounds. No joke. That's what you are. And you will probably love the fact that you're 500 pounds and you have like a 500 pound boyfriend or girlfriend and you are good with being 500 pounds and never leaving the house. But listen, like that's the only way. That is the only way. Like there are linemen. There are probably like (laughs) there are probably offensive linemen for the Dallas Cowboys that probably look at this list and are like, man, 19. Mm -hmm. I've had 10, but 19. (laughs) Dude, who knew it, there was 19 flavors? I'm telling you, all 19 flavors. This is insane. How many – well, you worked you, – you worked that grocery life. How grocery many flavors life, of Pop-Tarts were in your store? All of them, all 19. No joke. Plus, Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> Trust
2: me. I checked the aisle. Um, <laughs> because, like, they come out with these new ones, and I'd want to, you know, get on board and make sure that we had them because they'd advertise them and, like, people come in and ask for them. Um, but because you have the standard eight-packs, and then you have the bigger, what, 12-packs. Yeah. Um, so you gotta, you gotta cover all the bases there and now they have wow. two that aren't on this list and thankfully they're not cause I'm sure they'd be at the bottom on everybody's is this A1, uh, a one, uh, or a and A1. <laughs> that's, that's a one <laughs> that's a steak sauce. That's dude, gross.
1: Dude, what, what will they think of next? You know what I mean? Yeah. Steak flavored, seriously, steak flavored pop tarts with a one frosting. Ooh. Yo.
2: That sounds, I know that sounds terrible.
1: <laughs> um. I'd try it, though. I'd try it. I'd give it Uh, a shot. I really
2: would. A&W Root Beer and Orange Crush are the two newest ones. I don't know if I can go that far. Like I said, Wildberry's a newer one. Peanut Butter's a new one. Um, So for me, the Unfrosted belong in the middle. They're middle pack for me because the ones at the top, S'mores is up there. I'm a huge fan of Frosted Raspberry and Frosted Strawberry, the classic you can't go wrong. So, um honorable mention frosted brown sugar again, I don't I couldn't even I wasn't even aware that there was an unfrosted brown sugar cinnamon. That <laughs> kind of blows my mind. I'm going to try that one. Uh the worst cookies and cream is trash and so is hot fudge sunday. Um as as well as the the chocolate chip. Those do have to go and I go that's kind of along with the chocolate thing that Chris had to say, but chocolatey caramel I can't say I've tasted that one um this is wild this is wild that this we could talk about this for an entire episode yeah i like, am sure forever. i also like the new peter butter ones i do i do i like them i like them i just it's like hamilton where i can't put them in because it's not it hasn't been around I long enough so i don't have so i pay yeah. i you know got to earn that respect that way okay uh let's move along still with plenty to go through here where do we want to go next we've been talking a lot of Food, I'm making sure we get these all. By the way, they've got cinnamon covered.
1: roll way too far down, by the way. I've had the cinnamon rolls, and the cinnamon rolls are you. good. Like, really yeah, good. Are. You know, I get I totally the, the rest of the bottom they have here is, is like fine. Like, hot foot, like you said, hot foot sundae, cookies and cream, chocolatey caramel. Like, they're, those are all terrible. But, yeah. And they all sound terrible, anyways. But cinnamon roll is actually really, really good.
2: Yeah, cinnamon roll is good. Yeah. That's, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, let's go to this weird story at the top of the, the leftovers menu here. There's a man. Where was this? Where the hell did this take place over in Europe? Somewhere. I don't know, even know what this... It's from the International Business time, so we don't have where it's from, but it's definitely international. Um, Oh, Poland. Of course. Because why not? <laughs> uh, Polish police... <laughs> yeah. ...arrested a man trying to hide in a dishwasher... Oh, yeah. ...after he broke into... An apartment. Uh, he was wanted in connection for theft of a car, a motorcycle, a bicycle. He had a good week. And a couple thousand dollars worth of garden plants. Um, when police went after him, they found him inside a dishwasher, ending the chase. Uh, according to police, he faces up to five years in prison. There is video of the police discovering the man in the dishwasher again the link will be up and i encourage you to check this one out Didi, would you even if you were running from the police would even the thought of hiding in the dishwasher like come across your mind
1: no that's why it shows that this guy is next level. Like they shouldn't yeah. put this guy, because I am I am a true advocate of like, you shouldn't put certain people in prison. You should give them another job. Like this guy <laughs> should be working for like the Polish like military or like artificial intelligence or some mm-hmm. crazy thing like that because this guy has next level thinking. Like how many people have you heard said like – I'm going to put myself in a dishwasher and this is how I'm going to hide. Like, so many things can go wrong in this situation of a dishwasher. Yeah. Like, and you put yourself in there, that is next level thinking. Because, and if you were able to steal all those things in one week, like, right. yo, like, that is an impressive week. You stole a <laughs> bike, you stole a car. What else did this guy steal? You in sk- and then you hid in a dishwasher? Dude, don't tell me this guy's dumb. This guy is smart as hell. You know what I mean? Hey, you never yes. know people's backgrounds. Maybe this is the way that he, you know, could make his living. Whatever. But I'm telling you, everybody has a story, and I want to know this guy's. Don't throw this guy in jail. Give this guy a job at like NASA or something. Like, he needs <laughs> to do something else. Like, this guy is. Yo, like, you see this video, you will applaud this man. You, you really will literally applaud this man.
2: You really well, and you make a great point. For a guy that was able to steal all those things—a car, a motorcycle, a motorcycle, a bicycle—I <laughs> don't know why, where, why, why he's obsessed with garden plants. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you skipped a couple of things you could have got before you went into a couple thousand dollars worth of garden plants. True but story. I mean, shouts to you for being you. Um, <laughs> yeah, this guy. This guy deserves a lot of credit for thinking. I can. I mean, I couldn't think if you were hiding from police, what would you do? I mean, would you? What about like a like a dryer? That would be dangerous to go inside a dryer. It'd be harder to close the door? Yeah. That could be dangerous, but would be
1: harder to get in. I mean,
2: people I mean, I think most people are like hide under the bed, hide under a desk, or yeah. just keep running. But to if you're if you're at a point where you know there's no escape and that's where you go under a cabinet. Did they open and, and for the police to think of looking in the dishwasher i mean i guess shouts to them but
1: yeah because i knew this guy
2: there. they knew this guy was next level and they're like yo we gotta look everywhere we can because my man's on a roll i'm thinking he sneezed week.
1: i'm i swear like no one looks in the dishwasher who looks in the dishwasher i don't care what kind of, of cop you, you are think? i don't care what kind of detective you are you're not looking in the dishwasher he sneezed no. he had to have done something like <laughs> he sneezed <laughs> like Chew. he's like man and then that was it. And they were like, you got to be joking. He is not in here. No, he's not in here. And they yep. made a bet. They were like, dude, five bucks, he's not in here. That, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, a lot of stuff had to happen before they went into the dishwasher. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's no way. They just were like, all right, got to check everywhere. to check the dishwasher. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No, no. Like. They had a yeah. conversation before, like, even the people who, like, own the house that he broke into, they were like, all right, we'll throw in five, too. Like, ain't no way he's in like,
2: Yeah, 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 go ahead. <laughs> Commander's like, don't forget the dishwasher. Uh, <laughs> only in Poland. That's wild. Again, yeah. we'll, we'll tweet out that link throughout the week as well. So make sure you follow us at Brudge Breakdown to, to see that video wow. because you have to see it. You have to see the video next of him one. pulling a man out of the dishwasher. Uh, let's <laughs> go on to the next one here. Cute. Something that we've been wanting to talk about, we've kind of been talking about for a while now is the NFL ratings, dipping, and, and, and the reasons behind it, and yeah. a lot of the reason being an election year, if you, if you go back four years and eight years, you can see how that tends to be the way history goes, especially coming off a record year. It's hard to continue to break records year after year, especially mm-hmm. with the way streaming is. We've talked a lot about, about that in the past, but um, Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks defensive back Richard Sherman, an outspoken member of the National Football League, a guy that we, we saw in Vegas, Oh, by yeah, the we way. Did. BT Dubs at That's the Circle right. Bar or the, bar, whatever baby. that Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw him there. Shouts to, shouts to Richard. Uh, but a quote he had regarding the NFL rating sliding was, quote, he was asked why, and he said, quote, because the league isn't fun anymore. Every other league, you see the players have a good time. It's a game. This isn't politics. This isn't justice. This is entertainment. Big word of viewers, Mr. Dude Dudley. And they're no longer allowing the players to entertain. Uh, before we hear from our good friend Chris, Didi, do did you agree with what Richard Sherman is is saying here? That this is a part of the reason that Absolutely. the ratings may be down is because there's just so much attention to to these minute details about the the NFL ruling the players and running everything that they do inside and outside of the game that it's just not entertaining anymore
1: yeah absolutely i mean to me the players like the players just look angry a lot of the time whenever they and when i was growing up they didn't you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they didn't look this angry yeah they complained about calls but i feel like it's every single call you're complaining about or every single catch you're complaining about and people see this and you're just like why is so and so so mad all the time and then that goes to the fans and then the fans are doing exactly what the players are doing so then the fans are complaining about the same thing the players are complaining about and then the kids that are watching the game they're complaining and then it's just it's this big chain reaction of just everybody complaining and everyone being mad and then everybody fighting in the stands because Mm -hmm. everybody's so angry and then this whole thing is so much more serious than really what it needs to be it's a game it's football we all love watching sports and when you look at other leagues like you don't see that same thing you know you see people actually having fun you see people smiling you don't see all of the just outward complaining by everyone and it reflects in the stands it reflects on the field on the court or the ice or whatever sport you're watching it looks like their personalities are out there in the nfl yeah it's you you want to go for entertainment but then you end up complaining because everything you see is complaining
2: yeah i I couldn't agree with you anymore and with richard sherman in this uh in particular uh there's like i said a lot of reasons why ratings are down but the way that the game is being policed really the amount of flags that are being thrown how how players can and cannot act what they can and cannot say say is just insane And, and he's right other leagues don't don't have it this way, and it doesn't seem like it's as much of a game um, as it is like a business. Obviously, these leagues are businesses, but when they're being treated as, treated as businesses far more than what they are, and that's games on the field, makes it much more difficult to enjoy and watch and be entertained by it. Uh, I know Chris has a couple of thoughts on this, so let's check in to see what he has to say.
0: So on the menu we have Richard Sherman uh, talking about NFL ratings, and I feel like we talked about this uh, quite a bit across a number of episodes, but, uh, I always like talking about this because Richard Sherman's comments are interesting. I'm sure you guys read the coat quote about the league not being fun anymore, uh, in comparison to every other league. And I completely agree. I think the reason the NBA is so popular nowadays is because they let their players, um, be their own brands and they let their players, uh, you know, show their own creativity and their own personalities and stuff like that. So uh, Richard Sherman is right about saying uh, it's entertainment and they're no longer allowing the players to entertain. Um, I, I, I don't understand why the NFL is so against things like dancing in the end zone and, oh, I don't know, celebrating with your teammates. And if you put choreography together with your teammates, who the hell cares? Um you know, if you let every team do it and you open things up to that type of entertainment, then it's not going to be like one team is making another team look bad or feel bad because everybody has the opportunity to do it. So um, I think it's stupid. Um, I agree with Richard Sherman and, you know, the NFL ratings. Uh, they should actually look at college football and how much creativity is allowed in that game um, because the ratings for college football, as far as I know, are up this year. And it's been a really, really entertaining year of college football so that's just my take
2: all right so it looks like chris basically agrees what we have to say too Uh, he makes an interesting point there uh about the nba uh definitely agree where players are able to show more creativity and have their own brands there yeah Um, they're allowed to do it and it's a successful league a hugely successful league in uh in this country and, and all, all over the other world. interesting and that's another yeah, in the world, yeah you're all right. over
1: the world i mean basketball you're is right. a world game i mean it's soccer and basketball like the nfl is king here but right. you know you go outside of the country and tom brady is giselle's husband right you know what i mean right like, and that's the truth like tom brady is giselle's husband you go outside of the world you say lebron james's name and you're in china that's a big deal you mm-hmm. know what i mean you can say adrian peterson's name all you want in china and they'll be like who you know like <laughs> right and yeah. i feel like a lot of that is you know personalities and a lot of things like that you know and you know and also when we talk about rating stuff it's not that the nfl ratings are bad people keep saying that like the ratings are down but they're not bad they're still killing everything else it's yeah. just that it's a good point i feel like a lot more people are tuning out of nfl games haven't you found yourself doing that like this year because i found myself oh, yeah. just like Turning on a game doesn't matter if it's game with rooting interests or not, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's boring. Like I'm gonna go do something yeah. else, and I'll get back to it if I like. I'll look at Twitter and see if people are going crazy in the fourth quarter because you know right. Drew Brees threw a touchdown pass, and now it's close. Like I'll go back to the Sunday Night Football game then or something.
2: Yeah, I, I I agree on this. It's the same way, and it's a good point. The ratings aren't bad; they're down, but the games have been bad. The games are terrible. that's part of the reason too. The games have been bad, and that it does cause people to to tune out. I think you're absolutely, absolutely right about that. Um, so uh, interesting take from, from Richard Sherman about the entertainment quality yeah. of the NFL. Uh, let's slide to another one here regarding an NFL player who we've been promoting throughout our entirety uh, of existence of the brunch breakdown. <laughs> we usually do a, what we're listening to each and every episode. We'll do a short one for you here. We've talked about them. Maybe oh, yeah. on bell, the juice. Oh yeah. And In the interview mixtape came out this year. We've been, Sprinkling it in here, uh, here and there, but Didi Le'Veon Bell as a rapper, what do you, what's your take on him? Dude,
1: he's just getting better, man. <laughs> I, he just keeps getting better. He just put out a he just put out his uh, first piece of music that's on that's on streaming services. You can find it everywhere. It's called "Until the Post Interview," and I mean. Ooh dude it's it's not bad like it's not bad like i you know i don't know how much we how much we value rappers as athletes but it's cool i find what Le'Veon bell doing is what he's doing is cool and we talked about you know players making their brand if this is the way until the nfl tries to shut it down you know they're like no the nfl cannot no you cannot put music you cannot put anything on apple music it's what the nfl is going to do next i'm sure and, oh, yeah. um, but yeah, he put a, you know, it's got seven song EP out and it's, it's good. He's,
2: I think it, yeah, He's getting I agree. Better. I think it's good too. You know? It's, it's, it's fun. He's, he's, he's getting better. Is he on his way to being one of the greatest athlete slash rappers or music, musicians that we've had because down. there've been few of them. Let's slow down. M- most of them haven't been good. Is he on his way? Let's On his way.
1: Because okay. really, if you're talking about athlete rappers, there's really Shaq and everybody else. That's yeah. pretty much it.
2: But, does but li- you don't think he's, he's – he, I, he, I think he's on the way to being elevated. I'm not going to put him in the Shaq category, but I think he's surpassing a lot of other garbage that's been <laughs> in front of him. I mean – People just trying does not doing a, well. He
1: doesn't have a song like Deion Sanders' Must Be the Money. He doesn't have that. <laughs> you know that's what keeps Dion always in the conversation because must be the money is the jam. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, he's putting himself in there, and that's cool. You know, he's working yeah. with Snoop. He's wor- he's been in the studio with Mac Miller. Like, that's right? Big things are happening with Le'Veon Bell. You know, we'll see if Dea maybe puts him on a remix or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> that could be huge.
2: Get that four one two connection. Why not? You
1: know what I'm saying? Like, this could be. It's going to be big if we get, a, you know, if, if, how big of it would be for the, the city of Pittsburgh to get, like, to have a day of track featuring Le'Veon Bell, Wiz Khalifa, and Mac Miller.
2: Shut oh, down man. the city.
1: Seriously, shut down the city. That's down. Light Up Night all year long with that song right there. Like, <laughs> shut it down. Like,
2: great, great side story about shut it down. You and I were in an Uber one time in L.A., <laughs> And some song comes on that we all love, (laughs) and you're just like, oh, shut it down. And what does the Uber driver do? He literally shuts down the radio (laughs) because he had no idea what you were saying. That is one of the things. And you were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, you said shut it down. He's like, no, man, that's a good thing. Like. Did you see us all, like, reacting positively to this song and you just turned it off in the middle of the song?
1: Man. <laughs> see, these are the reasons why I get, like, <laughs> mediocre Uber ratings because I really confuse my Uber drivers. And you should know better, you know? You should know better. Mm-hmm. When someone says shut it down, you know, you don't shut it down. You turn it up. That's right. That's right. <sighs> he did, did quite the opposite, unfortunately. Man. Um, that's a funny
2: story though alright uh, <laughs> next topic here we're, we're, we're aiming towards the, uh, towards the end of the leftovers there's not as many Tupperware containers left but let's talk about this one um, there's a, a question posed do you miss video rental stores like Blockbuster um, we have some tips or uh, some tips wow it could be tips they could be beef tips I don't know well, this is leftovers there's lots of food available uh, we have a clip from Chris Gates. So, let's check in with him first to hear what he has to say.
0: Man, I do miss video rental stores. Like, I know there's no s- purpose for them anymore, but uh there was one in the grocery store that me uh and my parents would go to every week, and when we would be done grocery shopping, my mom would let me go into the video rental store and rent one movie or one video game, and my sister got to do the same thing. And every week I rented the same exact movie and just watched the living hell out of it. And it was uh, D2 Mighty Ducks when they played Team Iceland. Um, I don't know. That was, I always thought they were kind of cool places because, like, for me, I, you guys are probably not as hampered by this, but like, I, I, I'm not as in touch with entertainment as you guys are. Um and so I don't always know like what the new releases are, what movies are even coming out or songs or anything like that. Um so it was kind of cool to actually just be able to walk around a video store and like they had things broken into sections like new releases. So you got to see everything that had just come out on video. Um and it actually I feel like it made you more inclined to want to see uh, a movie. Now if I'm going on demand and I'm just looking through things and I see uh movie titles. I don't know that I'm that compelled to check out what it's about or even watch it. Um but like when you would walk around a video store you'd have a physical copy in your hand, you could flip it over, read the back, see who was in it, uh, and would probably be more likely to rent and then watch that that movie. But uh the worst part was always when you rented something and then never watched it because you got too busy. Um but anyway, I do miss video rental stores. My uh current doctor's office uh, is in a renovated family video. So like I feel I feel a little bit wrong every time I go to the doctor knowing that that was once a place uh, that I liked a lot more.
2: All right, TD. There you heard it. Thanks, Chris, for checking in. It's good stuff. Once again, uh, quite a story there. Allowed one video each week, always D2, the Muddy Ducks, um, and an interesting end to the story there where his current doctor's office is a former family video, and it makes it a little bit difficult to go – in there is it the Um, one in
1: castle shannon is that where his doctor is
2: i think that's the one i know the one i think i know which one he's talking about because i
1: used to live around the corner from there so i was like yeah i think that's it because i know that i mean it's you know it's a crazy coincidence if that's the same If that's not the same one but but yeah a lot of people's video stores mine is now a um my old video store is a like car place like that's where you get that's it's like a car repair place okay yeah
2: yeah, I don't yeah, those those are sad to see. It's like that in like old Pizza Huts that you know that have that <laughs> wax style roof yeah, That like man. no matter what you do, you're like, That was an old pizza hut, wasn't it? You're
1: like, that's um, a pizza
2: hut. Yeah, like I miss video rental stores too. I had a blockbuster not that far from my house growing up and you know, probably once every week or two weeks you'd go in there. And I, I kinda agree with Chris where sometimes you didn't know every single video that came out, so you get to go in there browse around walk around i mean sometimes you spend like a half hour in a freaking video store just walking around seeing the different things that were there yeah i remember you always remember pulling back the the front one and then they're not being a copy there like they're sold out you're always like looking for which one's the deepest who still has a copy especially with the vhs how (laughs) thick they were but you're like oh shit do they have it ah damn it um you're like flipping everyone behind looking for that copy uh, that was, those are always good memories, but yeah, I enjoyed, uh, walking around there and that's when you would purely judge books by their cover Absolutely. based on, yeah, the front of the, uh, the video. Yeah. And that's what I love the most too, because <laughs> you would literally go and look at the front cover of a video, maybe flip it over the back. I don't know. You, you may or may not read it, but you'd flip it over. You look at it and you go, Hey, this looks good. just based on the picture of the front of the movie. I miss those times.
1: Dude, I miss those times too. I used to, you know, Chris was talking about how he used to rent D2 all the time. Every time I went to the video store, I went straight to the wrestling section and rented a pay-per-view or like, what, or, like, you know, they used to do those compilation videos. Which they probably might still do. I don't know. But, like, which oh, yeah, in, yeah, like, or one of those compilation videos, like, you know, best finishers or whatever, you know, stuff like that. But that's All what I would so do. Around. I would go and rent, like, you know, Royal Rumble, you know, 92 or, yes. you know, WrestleMania or whatever. And, like, that's what I would go do because back in the day it used to be a thing for you to like get a pay-per-view you know what i mean like you have to, you have to yeah, go to the, the cable deal. company get the box that you would like right. take to your house hook up to mm-hmm. your tv and then you'd be able to get pay-per-view and i honestly have no idea how expensive that was because i was so young so i don't know if it was how, what it cost or anything you know my parents had to do it so but i knew i couldn't get all of them so i would have to wait you know six months or whatever <laughs> it was until it came out on vhs and then i'd watch you know survivor series you know, and stuff like that. Like, that's what every time I went to the video store, I go straight there or to the video game section, you know? And we rent video games. That's true, too. Yeah, those are big. I don't know. And there's just something about that that, like, was cool to me that, like, it was such a big deal. It was so exciting when that video was in, you know? Like, you were saying, like, how you saw how, like, how deep the thing was. It was, like, with the videos behind it and, like, yeah, like, it was exciting when you you made that turn and you're like oh man it's there it's there and you mm-hmm. and you see that you the movie that you want is in there you know and like that was just super cool to me, like, I, and then, you know, and I'm not saying it stinks for kids now. Like, it definitely doesn't stink for kids. Like, they can, you know, if you want to watch a movie, like, it's on your TV already. It's there, right? You know, yeah, exactly. but I don't know, like that you know, different those experience. Are, yeah, it's like those experiences are like, you know, not being able to get exactly what you want when you want it is that actually it wasn't that bad. You know, like it was it was fun to see that, but you know, so it's like I go back and forth whenever people talk about. You know, do you wish it was like that now? I'm like eh, n- no, cuz like I do like that I don't have to leave my house to rent a movie. You know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, if, if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox or whatever, like you can you can just download the game on your system now. Like you don't mm-hmm. need to go yeah. to the store and buy it. So
2: you don't have to go to the pizza ATM; it just gets delivered to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, um. exactly. But I mean, I do miss I do miss that experience. Like I do miss. It was like a family experience too. Like you go there with your family. Everybody right. go pick a movie and stuff. And like you know, that experience is is gone because now it's like you know, you're on your phone watching a movie. You're an your iPad watching a movie. Your TV watching a movie. You're doing this watching a movie. You know, you're all watching it not as a family. You're watching it like separate. So that, if there's anything I miss from it, it's like that that experience like yeah because that just does mm. probably doesn't happen anymore
2: and don't forget to rewind before you throw oh, it in the Dropbox. one dollar dude
1: one dollar don't kind. forget
2: please rewind. don't forget um all right I, I like that topic that's a good one that yeah, was cool um we got a, a couple more here there's one that i i want to save uh, involving uh spotify's list of the top first dance songs because we need chris's live opinion on this one yeah, i we know do. saving we leftovers is sometimes do. a no-no a double reheat, but we're going to do it because we need Chris because he's in that process of picking out a first dance song. Yeah. And we don't have a clip from him. So we're
1: throwing that on the next episode. I can't believe he didn't give us a the clip next for that. We're throwing I that know. on the next episode. Like it's I happening know. on the I next really, episode.
2: That'll be bumped up to yeah. the real menu for the next episode of the brunch no doubt. breakdown. We will check in with him for that one. Uh, so just a couple more here to go. Uh, 2016 was also kind of the year of these different cruises and things like that. Yeah, they announced that they were gonna do the Titanic two, which was actually gonna sail, I think, in the Pacific Ocean, <laughs> but it wasn't gonna do the actual the same voyage. But they had the Titanic Two, uh the Grand Cruise from Rob Gronkowski yeah. became a huge thing. Um huge a lot of performers thing. there including yeah. Including Flow Rider. A lot of <laughs> a lot of bros. A lot of shirtless yep. bros on that one. Uh, paramoy paramore has a cruise called Parahoy. they have different bands including churches was on it this past year i was devastated i couldn't go it sold out instantly and i think the backstreet boys did a cruise as well Didi, are you down with cruises and do these like make them more enticing for you to go on which one of these which one of these would intrigue you the most
1: um, it's dude. I don't know. And I, 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 I like we talked about on the last brunch breakdown. I, I went to see Ray Shrimmer. Well, before they came on, there was this like, there was this, there was, it was basically a commercial because it was. I thought this was the start of the show. Like it was just like one of those like, you know, like pre-show movie things, and then they come busting right. out like whatever. But no, this was literally like, it was a commercial for the Ray the Shrim Life Cruise. No, there is going to be a Shrim Life Cruise. In the spring or basically around, like, whatever, all these cruises happen. They all happen basically at the same time because there's just, wow. like, you know, peak cruising season or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so there's going to be a Shrim Life cruise. So add that to your your cruises. Like, you know, there's a Steelers cruise. There's all these team cruises. Like right. You know, all these other things like that. But I don't know how much fun it would be to be on. Like, maybe the – I don't know, like maybe like the Grand cruise would be fun for a day. Like if I could go on the Grand yes. cruise for a day and then leave the hell away from there, like, you know, wherever we stop, like, cool, I'm out. Because I couldn't mm-hmm. be I couldn't be on there for four, three days, four days, seven days, whatever, however long this cruise is. I couldn't be on that cruise for that long, dude. Like one no. day I could be on it like that could be so much fun for like 24 hours Close to, close to 48, but not 36 hours is my limit on the ground cruise. <laughs> like, 36. That would be probably the most fun 36 hours ever. Like, you, would, you, know, you wouldn't sleep for 36 hours. You'd just mm-hmm. be wilding out. You know, a bunch of girls and everything, a bunch of partying, but, like, mm, yeah, not, not the whole cruise. Like,
2: There's a limit on that level of extreme, and I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. I, yeah, I, I love a good party, and I love a good cruise, yeah. but that's about as long as I'd be able to take but that's probably, something— like the, that
1: the paramore
2: cruise dude i want to do that
1: that one actually might be those decent. are my people
2: my people will be yeah. my, those are my people
1: that one could be decent but the uh and i think like churches was on that cruise last year too um they were that's yeah, yeah so I was yeah, saying yeah. it's churches like that
2: like, i was so devastated i couldn't i couldn't yeah. make it to that one because churches was on it uh and i think they they're doing it in march again and yeah. next spring before they uh announce the the next artist but yeah there's they get some pretty big artists on there like
1: if you're a sing, here's the, if you're a single dude right you're a single dude yeah the backstreet boys cruise might be like really solid because <laughs> you know what i mean like there's just right? going to be a bunch of
2: girls f- everywhere
1: girls everywhere probably most of them are going to be single like i feel like most yeah. of them are going to be single mid 30s you know in their 30s and up looking for some fun you know and even maybe some people who are married and just confused in their you know marriages because you know <laughs> and their dude's not there he's nowhere near what happens at sea stays at sea and i don't know man the, the backstreet cruise way. might be a little lit i don't know it might be solid
2: <laughs> well, that's a great point you're a i didn't put that all that together and I don't know if they – I can't remember if they already did this or if it's happening, but I know because they're going to Vegas, right?
1: Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to be in Vegas starting in, like, April. Yeah. Yeah. They just, like, added dates, too. Like, I think they're going to be doing some dates in March. They're going to be in Vegas for, like, you know, they're filling in that – uh where are they? They're playing at Hollywood. They're filling in whenever, like – they're filling in when that's J-Lo and Brittany take breaks.
2: Yeah, well, that's our spot. We're going to have to get there because yep. we haven't been to Vegas in a minute. It's we been too long, been.
1: dude. Like, need to get that.
2: We need to maybe talk maybe. about that. Yeah. Um both on and off the air. Actually, we will. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> um, let's finish up with these last two here. Uh we'll check in with Chris one final time, um, because he kinda combined these topics into one. these were actually two that we were supposed to, to do on last episode, Brunch Twenty One, that came out uh last week, so check them out. But it's uh Britney Spears releasing a new music video that's Pretty throwback, Brittany, based on the visual. We'll get into the music. Uh, And also, why it's a big deal that you can now buy six packs of beer at beer distributors in Pennsylvania. Because you really can't get them most other places. Uh, It's been pretty limited for us here in Pennsylvania. So why is it a big deal? So, before we get our feedback, let's once again, one final time, check in with Chris Undercarriage, Wisconsin Gates. (laughs)
0: All right, real quick, I want to touch on a couple of things that we did not get a chance to touch on in our most recent episode. Uh, that is six packs of beer in Pennsylvania and Britney Spears and new music. Britney Spears, please stop making new music. Is that is that fair? I feel like that would do us all uh, a, a good deal uh, of good. Um, her new music, new music video was Throwback Britney. Yes, it was. Um she looks like she's had a, a little bit of work done because uh, her face, her face looked different to me. Um, so I guess that was all right—the throwback Britney thing. But the music is just not good anymore. So you could stop. Uh, as far as beer goes, six packs and beer distributors are now being sold. Uh, you can now buy six packs at beer distributors in PA. Um, to our national listeners. That sounds like not news, but in Pennsylvania it is because the whole idea of buying beer is completely backwards. And um, I actually don't like this because before this law happened, you could only buy cases of beer at beer distributors in Pennsylvania. Um, and they had opened up six-pack sales to some other places like uh, grocery stores. Um, and I think select gas stations, uh, Dan might have a better uh, gauge on that than I do, but I know that they did approve six packs for other places. Um, so now that they're giving six packs to beer distributors, I feel like they're just going to once again, um, price out the, you know, other places that can sell beer. And we're going to be back to the same situation that we were in when it's only beer, uh, distributors where you can buy beer in Pennsylvania, which is very, very stupid, but Hey, um, gotta love good old Pennsylvania. Uh, so that's it from me. There he is! There's the man. One final time. Um, the
2: last little addition of a less little bit of leftovers that he has for us here. Uh, let's, start with the, let's start with the beer distributors thing uh-huh. in Pennsylvania. Um, Chris, like he said there, he doesn't like it because he feels it's going to cause distributors to price out other places that you can buy those six packs uh of beer. I kind of I kind of agree with him, but I also kind of don't. And the reason I don't is because the places, like he mentioned, there are some, a few gas stations and some uh, grocery stores. The prices of those six packs of beers are so out of this world anyways. They're way too high. Yeah. And those places know that they can set those prices so high because that's it's convenient for you to get them there. And you're going to pay whatever it is because you're there, you're at the grocery store, you're, you're wherever. So they're already overpriced. So I'm hoping it has an opposite effect where it drives prices down in both of these places and helps out the consumer because that's the thing. We've talked about how much I love me some Pacifico. Yeah. And that's everywhere out your way in the West Coast. You introduced me to it years ago. Difficult for me to find out here. And when I do, I'm paying close to $10 for six bottles of Pacifico, which is insane. Absolutely insane. So, maybe this will help me out in that a little bit, because I can't go and buy cases of Pacifico out here. But um, this is this is interesting. It's It's also convenient because, like, when I have a party or something like that, and I need to load up on a particular standard light type of beer, I can now also grab my six-pack of a seasonal beer or such that I need for myself, and I don't have to stop at two different places, so... Some positives, some negatives. I don't know how it'll work out, but it's just nice to have options. i tell you that.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on this too. It's like I hope it doesn't kill the six-pack shops because if there is anything right. – because it's very annoying to buy. For those who do not know, it's very annoying to buy alcohol in Pennsylvania. Super Gary. annoying to buy alcohol in Pennsylvania. You've got to make like four trips and it's super it's just mm-hmm. stupid. You gotta go to the beer, you gotta go to the beer distributor, you gotta go to the you gotta go to the liquor store. Like you can't, you know what I mean, you go to the wine and spirits store. It's super annoying. But the six pack shop thing I thought was kind of cool. And mm-hmm. you know, there's this place I always used to go to in Carnegie called 99 Bottles. I used to always go to it. And it, it, it was just cool, you know, picking, you know, whatever you wanted because you know, sometimes I don't because the only way you could buy, I love Brooklyn Brewery, right? And the only way you mm-hmm. could buy Brooklyn Brewery was, like, with, um, you know, you only you had six-pack shops. Otherwise, you had to buy a whole case of it. And, like, sometimes I don't yeah. want to buy a whole case of mm-hmm. it, you know? And so I would have to go to a six-pack shop. And, yes, I did pay too much for it, which makes me feel like I should have bought a case. But, like, you just don't want to put all that in your fridge sometimes. You know, I mean, I have one fridge. Like, I don't want to put, you know, 28 cans or whatever in my freaking fridge or 28 bottles or whatever. So um, you don't feel like doing that. But, you know, I, I, I'm I on the fence with the six-pack thing, but I understand if people don't like it, I get that. Because I feel like distributors, right. yeah, I should just be able to go get a case there. You should be able to go six-pack somewhere else. But then it just adds to, like, the more, just being more annoying in Pennsylvania of buying it. So it's now, you're like, got to go here to get a case. Got to go here to get a exactly. six-pack. Got to go here to get liquor. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like,
2: And, and we're still <laughs> waiting for sales in gas stations everywhere because in every almost every other state, you have... Some sort of available alcohol in places like that, and we are still waiting for it, making it inconvenient. So yeah, we'll see how it uh, works out. Uh, That other topic that he combined in with it was Britney Spears' new music video. Chris, pretty blatant. Please stop making new music, Britney Spears. Uh, Before we get into the video, your thoughts on the music? Yeah, Chris, terrible. Okay, good. So we all agree the music is terrible.
1: The music is terrible. The music is Uh, absolutely terrible. Like
2: the video in the video, the new mu- the new song, excuse me, for the video is Slumber Party. Yeah. Uh so the video is kind of throwback Britney, where she gets into her seductive self. Yeah. Once again, um, as Chris points out, her face looks a little different. Uh <laughs> maybe get some work done or some uh CGI magic, whatever it, it takes, because she looks throwback. She don't look like she don't look her age, I'll tell you that. And no. Some of the things she was doing are inappropriate for her age, but can't necessarily say I hate that.
1: I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I don't think anything Britney does is inappropriate when it comes to like, you, if you want to be, you want to be naked. I mean, let's be honest, Britney Spears' <laughs> body's fire. Like, come on now, like, let's not get that twisted. Like, I don't care how old you are, you got mm-hmm. it. You know, you do your thing. But like, the music's terrible, and the only problem I have with the slumber party thing is like, she did the song with Tanache. And, like, right. Tinashe is, like, 21, 22 years old, right. hot, young, like, and she's doing this, and I'm like, yo, like, you, you make yourself, like, I don't know if you've seen Mean Girls, but, like, Amy Poehler in that movie is, like, the cool mom. She's, like, telling them they can drink and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. that's what Britney Spears reminds me of, being anywhere near <laughs> Tanasha. I'm like, you sound like you're the cool mom right now like Uh stop it like you shouldn't be doing anything like you know she put out the song with iggy azalea last year and i'm like this is not a good combination like you should not be like talking about like you know not waiting in vip with iggy azalea you should not be talking about a slumber party and whatnot with tinashe you shouldn't be talking make me ooh with g easy like you (laughs) like you need to like up like these things would be perfectly fine if you were doing it with like fergie if you were doing it with, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're doing this with right. like Fergie, if you're doing this with like, you know, I don't know, any rapper that's older, you know what I mean? Not a rapper that appeals to 14 year old girls at the time, at the, at the moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it, it's like the collaborations just don't make sense to me for Britney. It's like, you know, you can keep making music. There's people who want to listen. You got the Vegas show. Now you got new new music for the Vegas show. People want Britney Spears music, but I'm like, it's terrible. And just, it makes her look old.
2: It does. It does make her look makes old. makes her yeah. look so old. You, you said it perfectly. It's just, <laughs> you had those collaborations, you had those featured artists, and you're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're like feeling each other up, and it's like, like
1: you look like you somebody's, know, you're somebody, you look like her mom. Like, stop.
2: You do. Yeah.
1: Like, this is not a good look.
2: <laughs> the appeal isn't, you know, what it, you know, I don't want to say the appeal isn't what it used to be, but it's not. It's not the same because we know how old you are, and yeah. when you put yourself next to somebody that's half your age, yeah, it's weird. It's not it a good a look. It's a little weird. Not a good look no. at all. Um, well, <laughs> Didi, I'll tell you. Dude, that was I'm good. pretty stuffed. I'm, um, dude. I'm pretty stuffed, dude. <sighs> Those that turkey was, leftovers, uh, man. <sighs> turkey sandwiches for days. Days. Uh, that was all of the leftovers, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Wow, it's a hell of an episode. We appreciate you sticking around for this long. I know it's a little longer than usual, but we had to get through them and hopefully you had plenty of time this holiday weekend and the week ahead to enjoy all parts of this episode. Sincerely appreciate it so. I'm sure we'll have another, lef- another Leftovers episode uh, a couple of months from now as we continue to build the menu and bump things off of it just because Easter. that's the way things go. But we've got a couple of promises to uphold, to some taste tests to do. Uh, we've got to hear—we'll we'll recap or go over the first dance songs with Chris himself, and we'll dig into him more about his ridiculous Pop-Tart takes because <laughs> that's exactly what they are, is ridiculous. That topic <laughs> could be an episode on its own. But, uh, of course, you can always send us— Things that you would like us to discuss on the Brunch Breakdown, just tweet us at Brunch Breakdown. And as you can see, we will literally discuss anything. Um, so send those our way. Um, but appreciate you guys listening. This has been a special episode of the Brunch Breakdown, the leftovers episode. Uh, we'll get back to some regularly scheduled programming with Brunch 22. Uh, keep a lookout for that when that release will be. Of course, the like I mentioned earlier, the year-end brunchy awards will be coming up just in a few weeks as well so some special stuff it's a special time of year it really is to be a part Uh. of the bridge breakdown um so make sure that you're subscribed head over to itunes soundcloud click on subscribe or anywhere that you get your podcast podcasting hosts whether it be an app or online uh we're pretty much anywhere where uh podcasts are available we're on instagram at brunch breakdown be sure to check out our Facebook page just by searching for the Brunch Breakdown. Didi's Dee on Twitter at Dee Dee is Board. I am on Twitter at steelcitydan 22 And our good friend, thank you for checking in with us, Chris. He's on Twitter, of course, at Chris. I'll call him underscore Gates. hashtag Wisconsin Bound. Um, it's been fun, Didi. I enjoyed it, Dude, and too I'm no much longer uh, no longer hungry. No, no, not at all. There's. <laughs> Plenty of Tupperware to wash out, but uh, as we always finish, next time we'll see at the. uh, We'll need a uh, reservation. We'll go for three. Yeah, three. Next time we'll need a reservation for three, and we'll see Yin's at the table.